Hello everyone, welcome back to the Cheat Couch USA show, episode number 61, coming to you on the first day of September, a Thursday, two days before Cheat Dallas next match, the second home, or the second away fixture of the Serie B season for the Granata as they take on Ascoli, first place in the standings as of right now, Ascoli, so after three games of what was very difficult opponents, this is no different in Ascoli. So, but before we get into that match, we're going to be talking about the transfer market. Today was deadline day, so we're going to be talking about the recap, all of Cittadella's done deals, all of their market moves that happened this summer. Was it a good mercato for them? Let's find out. Uh, but before to, before we start, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CheatGotcheUSA and visit our website at CheatGotcheUSA.com for more information about AS Cheatadella. All that fun stuff is on the website at CheatGotcheUSA.com. So let's get right into the podcast. Um, today is Thursday as um, as released on Friday as always the podcast always releases on Friday however this is a recording on a Thursday because as you know Friday is a little bit busy but I do have a little time to publish so Friday is the day Saturday it's the first Saturday match of the season uh, or actually wait we did play Pisa on a Saturday but it feels like we haven't had a real Saturday 8 a.m. Eastern Time or 5 a.m. if you're on the West Coast uh, game yet this season. And Ascoli is the first one, and we only have six straight uh, games that are 8 a.m. Eastern on a Saturday coming up in Serie B. So that'll be fun. But before we get into the match a little bit, I, I just want to talk to you about the transfer market news. Today was deadline day. A lot happened in Serie B. The only transfer that happened today that was kind of last minute and stuff was Simone Incardi, midfielder. He went, he's on loan to Feralpi Salo in the Serie C. So we'll, we wish him the best there. Another one that we were heard of and were aware of earlier this week was Camilo Tavernelli, forward, another loan to Serie C club uh, Novara. Uh, so good luck to Camilo there. We'll, we'll, we're going to be following them and, and stuff. Um, uh, another was Luigi Capone, who we knew that we knew actually a long time ago that he was loaned to Pescara. So two, uh, three loans here from um, Cittadella, Incardi, Tavernelli, and Capone. Uh, the next one that went out this week, this window was Amadeo Benedetti. That was probably the biggest one and the biggest move that we made going out of the transfer market was Benedetti after seven, was it seven? Yes, it was seven years at the club. He moved to Pordenone and Serie C. Um, but yeah, and another transfer that we should be talking about is um, Saliud Thioane, who we saw a, a little bit last year we I believe in two or three games i can't remember but he came on very very bright young uh primavera star he was very very important for the u19s under manuel iori and he will be getting his chance in the swiss second division at Iverdon, Iver, Iverdon sport 
and um, I, I don't know. I couldn't find if it was a permanent deal or a loan transfer. I want to say it's a loan because it would be it would be kind of odd to send him on uh, in the Swiss second division just right out of the Primavera. I, I, I assume he's on loan with Cittadella, so there is a chance that we might buy him back. So that is, I believe that is all the transfer uh, window out coming out of Cittadella. That is, um, that's who we're, we've, who's departed this club. Now let's get on to the arrivals here. Um, starting a little bit earlier this summer with Carlos Embalo and Raul Asensio, two forwards, one from Eupen in Belgium, that was Embalo, and Raul Asensio from Lecce. Two strikers, very attacking-minded players. We haven't seen Embalo yet, but Asensio does look very, very good in his first three games here at Chitara, or four games. No. Yes. Uh, four games, if you're including, including the Coppa Italia match with Lecce. Let's see, we got one goal in the Lecce match, one goal in the Pisa match, a Cagliari match. So he's already scored three goals in four games. So very bright start for Raul Asensio. Moving on to the central midfield, we got Giuseppe Carriero, who we've seen plenty of times already coming into the match, but Carriero from Avellino on a free transfer. Gianfilippo Felicioli, who was introduced at the Cittadella presentation at Piazza Piero Bon earlier in July, coming from Venezia on a free agent, so another free transfer for the Granata. Um, another one was, is that it? I think that is it, as I, as I, I thought I saw another one, but um, the other one, which I... I was I was about to say, but I wanted to kind of look a little bit in because the, the players that I just announced, I kind of went over already in previous podcasts. But the, our newest addition who was announced on, uh, was it Wednesday or was it yesterday? It was either it was either this week. It was sometime this week, but it is another striker, another center forward in Adrea Magrassi. He is a Cittadella player coming from Virtus Intella from Serie C. Transfer market does say it's for, for a fee of $330,000 for him. 29 years old from Dolo, Italy, which is the same place as Tommaso Cassandro was born. But um, Magrassi, he spent last season at Virtus Intella. He's played for a handful of clubs here as I bring up his stats from last season with Virtus Intella and he had played 44 matches last season with uh, his team 11 goals and three assists so very very good season for him uh, with Intella um, it, it's another attacking player for Gorini and Cittadella we have really strengthened our attack and I think we've got to be very happy with this some of these moves that I've made. We haven't even seen Ambalo yet, who I think still has a lot to offer. Raul Asensio, like I said, has been very, very good to start the season. But even like a player like Magrassi, I think he has a very, very just looking at his stats, he even the the, the previous season before last uh, 2020 2021 season. 
15 goals in 38 games and two assists as well. I've never seen him play because so I cannot say everything with uh, with a lot of knowledge, but he seems like a very good striker as of as the stats are telling me. The only thing is he is it only looks like he's played one Serie B match in total and that was with Brescia in 2011-2012. So he has yet to play in a really in a Serie B environment I would say and uh this is it looks like a long a long term project here with Cittadella because his contract is for three years until 2025 according to transfer market so a very very i'd say uh, a good pickup or I, I i really can't say anything right now because it's so early and i've never seen him play i've never seen him play with uh intella or with anybody because i i don't follow siri cheat much I, I mean i follow the scores but i don't follow the games i I think Magrassi has potential to be a very good player. According to his stats, he looks very, very good and a good goal scorer. Now, do you change anything with Baldini, Asensio, and Antonucci as of now? I don't think so, but he could add very, very good depth into our attack. And th that's, I say it multiple times on this podcast, that was what we were missing last season. That was what we were missing towards the latter end of the season when Okwonko got suspended, uh, Tunkara got injured, Beretta was really the only very good striker up top with uh, alongside with Baldini, but it just wasn't clicking at the last season. And that's kind of why we slid out of the position, playoff position from March to May. So Marchetti has really strengthened his his attack this year with Ambalo, Asensio, now with um, Magrassi. So it, it's looking good. And before we get into the Ascoli match a little bit, that that's the the Cittadella transfer market. I want to say it's. I think you got to be very happy with this transfer market because when you think of Cittadella in the summer window, you think that they are most likely gonna sell their best player for a very good profit and then try to buy another one from Siri Chi and hopefully they'll be good or as better as the previous one and then you could develop them and sell them for an even better price. This it's kind of the first time we've seen Cittadella in a in a very long time kind of hold on to all these players over the summer. Now deadline day is, is complete so we can't really negotiate or trade with anybody as of now. But I mean, there, there, as far as anyone is concerned, there's there could still be news and agreements taking place. It's it's already agreed agreements. They just haven't announced the signing. So Chitadella could very well be having another signing up their sleeve or or selling another player but i think it's unlikely and i don't think it's going to happen because i haven't seen any news report happening of that lately so with antonucci staying another year baldini staying another year uh, we got asensio who could really build chemistry with the trio um then we got of course brancas looks like he's staying another year vita pavan uh frare 
uh, who's it? Del Fabro, Cassandro. So a lot of these players are staying another year, and I think that's great because usually you would see Cittadella really selling their best player if in this case maybe this summer it would be Antonucci or Baldini Baldini was getting interest from Coyote as well as Antonucci from other places so I think Cittadella did well to hold on to these signings and it's another year of growth it's another year of building what we could build and climbing to our heights in the standings and dreaming of something big so that is i'd say for the, the transfer market for this summer i'd say it's a 7.5 out of 10 i think we maybe could have done a little bit more on the defensive end because it, it from early on it looks like we are kind of off to a slow start in the de defensive department maybe we could have added another tweak in there possibly but overall I think it's a very good transfer market and let's hope that these signings could really make a difference and provide something even greater. Anyway, moving on to the Ascoli match. Uh, this is match day four of Serie B. Stadio Chino Elilo del Duca in Ascoli, the second away match of the Serie B season, third overall, but uh, it is on a Saturday, September 3rd, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 5 a.m. if you're on the West Coast, so the first kind of early wake-up call of the season, the first of many, I'd say. There's, uh, I believe it's six matches from now. It's all six, or it's all 8 a.m. on a Saturday coming up for Cittadella matches. You could catch the game on Helvet Slides as, as always. But interesting moving into this match because last time out, uh, Cittadella and Ascoli finished in a 0-0 draw in Ascoli in April. But more interesting about that is on the off the field after the match, an Ascoli a patron or he's a part-time owner, Massimo Puccinelli, He's ha he had some things to say about Cittadella, and he wasn't really a fan of their time-wasting, even though they weren't really wasting time, Mo mainly at Maniero for kind of taking his time on goal kicks. And it was a big game for both because Cittadella really needed a result to keep any chances of playoff hopes alive, and Ascoli really a win would have cemented their spot in the playoffs. So it was a big game for both. And Ascoli really needed the win, I'd say, more than Cittadella. And Puccinelli kind of came out and blasted Cittadella on Instagram in the post-match, kind of saying like how they're just, they're so bad, they'll, they'll remember how they did this and they're the anti-calcio and all that nonsense. But we, I've, I've still remembered this. And I hope the players also remember this because this is kind of motivation to really make a stamp and ma really make a, a real impression in front of uh, Puccinelli, who will probably be in the stands. But e even if we lose, we're probably going to be uh, he'll probably going to be uh, posting more stuff about it. But it, honestly, it, it doesn't really matter. And it doesn't I don't think it faces really anyone, to be honest, but. Any, that's kind of the drama. And also, and add on, on to that, uh, 
Andrea Gabrielli actually came out with a statement from the club that they were they're not they don't play to waste time or to waste uh, to not play calcio they are there they love calcio and they, they love cittadella and that's what their motto is so that was that was a very interesting couple days following the match and that was probably the, mo the most exciting part about that match because it finished 0-0 so that was kind of an interesting thing and I, I i wonder if people are still going to talk about it because it was kind of a big issue back then but anyway moving on to the predictions time and 538 has Ascoli at a 44 percent win percentage a draw 32 percent likely and a cittadella win 25 percent um Ascoli, like i said top of the table with seven points tied with genoa at the top uh, Cedric Gondo had a hat trick last time out. Uh, Gondo played for um, many many clubs in uh, the past, but Ascoli do look pretty good to start the season under Christian Bucci. After uh, Sotil left for Udinese, who I thought was a very is a very good coach, and with, will he will Ascoli really recover from Sotil? leaving and so far i think they're they're doing very well obviously it's only three matches in but when you're seven points from two, three matches and top of the table there's really nothing to complain honestly Cittadella, i feel like a draw would be okay be just given that it's a road match and it's going to be difficult because given Ascoli is a very good team and they were they showed it last year and they'll show it this year that They'll be fighting for playoffs, and I say a draw in this is is probably good. I know that then we would only have five points, and it feels like we got to start winning because we haven't won since August fourteenth, or August thirteenth, I would say. Yeah, because most of the games happened on the Sunday, but we played on the Saturday, August thirteenth. We haven't won since August thirteenth, which is it's it's a little. Um, if we don't win, then it's a it's. I don't think it's a horrible result if we get a draw because then you go into next week against Frosinone that you have a draw. If you don't win, if you lose this match, then you go into Frosinone thinking we have to win or else in front of our home fans or else it is a string of really bad results and we could start sliding off the table. So, And that's also why the... Venezia point last weekend was very good because if we had lost that game then look at this game because if we had lost then that's three straight games that Cittadella has lost the game entering uh, Frosinone next weekend a very historically hard team to play so it, it's all little little details like these that have to be looked at and uh, with Ascoli I think it's no different and Honestly, I'd be okay with a point, but a win would probably be kind of like a similar mindset to Coyote match. And with a point being on the road, it's it's okay as long as we start winning our home matches. So that's kind of the where we stand on the Ascoli preview. Let me just read you the match day four in Serie B. We got, let's see here. Obviously, Ascoli against Cittadella, 5, uh, 5 a.m. Western time. Yeah, Western time. Uh, Eastern time, it is at 8 a.m. 
uh, all on Saturday. Here is the Saturday matchups at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Brescia against Perugia, Frosinone hosting Como, Venezia, Benevento, Ternana, Cosenza, Regina, Palermo, Bari, and Spal, and obviously Ascoli against Cittadella. But before, actually tomorrow, as I'm speaking, is Cairi against Modena at the Friday night kickoff, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. And then later on Saturday at 10.15 Eastern time, is Genoa against Parma. That's going to be a good game. And Sunday at, again, 10.15 Eastern is Sutiro against Pisa to wrap up match day four. Looking at the table going into this match day, Ascoli, like I said, first place with seven points, tied with Genoa, who is in second with also seven points. But Ascoli, I believe, do have a, a better goals for. Two wins, one draw for them. Uh, all tied with six points is third Regina, fourth Frosinone, fifth Cosenza, sixth Brescia, five points. We have seventh Bari, eighth Parma, and fourth place or four four points, not fourth place. Four points is ninth Palermo, ten Cittadella, eleven Venezia, twelfth Cagliari, thirteenth Benevento, fourteenth Spal. And three points, we have Modena and Ternana. 17th place with two points, we have Como. And Pisa and Perugia sitting with one point in 18th and 19th. And still without a point is Sutiro in 20th. Uh, one goal scored. Hopefully, well, let's see if they could get uh, uh, at least a point or a win against Pisa this Sunday uh, at 10 15 eastern but the most important match of this weekend is Ascoli against Cittadella like i said saturday third of saturday third of september at 8 a.m eastern time you could catch the game on help it's live and also before we go help it's live actually uh, created a, an agreement with one football to stream the matches on one football for pay to play view so if you are living in the united states italy or serbia you could watch the game on one football only for i believe it's two dollars per match so just download one football and click the match that you want to watch uh then you're set to go or you could just watch it on helvet's life like like uh most of us do so you could watch it there um very very difficult game i'd say for cittadella Ascoli is never a, an easy opponent for the Granatas, so hopefully, hoping for a win, hoping for a good performance, and uh, let, let's see what we could do. Let's, I want to get at least a point in this match. That's what I'm hoping for. But anyway, that's going to be it for this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at USA. We will be doing live tweeting for the match bright and early, at USA. And visit our website at cheatacachousa.com for more insight, news, recaps, match previews, all the good stuff about AS Cheetadella. That's at cheatacachousa.com. Askali against Cheetadella on Saturday. Uh, let's hope for a win. Let's uh, hope for a good game. And uh, let's see what we could do. Uh, thank you so much for watching this podcast. Thank you for uh, supporting it. I appreciate it sincerely. Uh, and I will see you next time, next Monday, recapping the match. As for me, as always, Forza Cheetah.